0: all right let's do this how are you what the fuckers what the fuck buddies what the fucking ears happy new year happy new decade is that too optimistic you know we're in it here we go again we made it another year are things getting better some things are definitely not getting better Other things may be, I I personally am in my sixth decade of life on planet Earth, 56 years old, and I don't think I really took into consideration what this uh, transition means. Um, Like for me, New Year's is kind of, I, I, I don't do much on New Year's. I don't go to parties. I don't work on New Year's. I used to, sometimes I used to go out and do the early spot. And get out, in and out. Maybe go out to dinner. But the last few years, I keep a low profile, watch a movie, take it in uh, the the changing of the year with the, someone close to me, and that that's usually been the thing. I don't think I really thought about the fact that we're entering another decade, that it's been a decade, and that there were some markers this decade. I mean, this decade was a big decade for me. This was the decade, really, for me. It might, this might be the, not the last decade, but this might be the pinnacle, this last decade of, uh, of the Mark Marin experience, of the Mark Marin trajectory. We might be arcing downward now. So it was a big decade, but I'll talk about that in a minute. Let's get some stuff out of the way. Today on the show, Scott Kahn uh, is, is an actor. He's the son of James Caan. He's on Hawaii Five O, that's currently in its tenth season. It's on Friday nights on CBS. I ran into him at uh, Mogador in New York City, and I introduced myself. He knew who I was. I've liked his work uh, in the Oceans movie. He's always very funny with Casey Affleck. I have not. I've watched very little Hawaii Five O. I always like James Caan, tough Jew. You'll you'll feel the presence of me poking around in. Uh, In Scott Kahn's uh, brain and life for tidbits about his old man. But, you know, he also lived... Scott was no slouch. He's been there and back, and it was nice to talk to him, even though I did probably get a little annoying. I tend to do that with the sons or daughters of the people who do the things. It's hard to avoid it, but usually I'm respectful. But I, I think we got a little something. Anyway, Scott Kahn is here. My tour dates, if I could, the freezing portion... The freezing leg of the Hey, There's More Tour begins Thursday, January 30th in Cleveland, Ohio at the Agora Theater, and then we go to uh, uh, January 31st in Grand Rapids, Michigan at the Fountain Street Church, Saturday, February 1st in Milwaukee, Wisconsin at the Turner Hall Ballroom, Friday, February 14th, take a break from the freezing, go down to Orlando, Florida at the Hard Rock Live, and then on to Tampa on Saturday, the 15th of February, Uh, at the Straz, at the Straz Center. Thursday, February 20th, back up to freezing Portland, Maine State Theater. Friday, February 21st, Providence, Rhode Island at the Columbus Theater. Saturday, February 22nd, New Haven, Connecticut at College Street Music Hall. And Sunday, February 23rd, Huntington, New York at the Paramount. Go to WTFPod.com slash tour for links to all the venues. Can you dig it? All those dates I will be doing with Dean Del Rey. Dean Del Rey and me. So the 10-year marker, the decade marker, the new decade business. It was 10 years in um September since the beginning of this podcast, since we st- since when I started back in 2009 at the old house in the old garage, and that's a that's a big deal. The arc of this decade has been a very a very impactful and uh, life-changing period of time for me. I'm now in a new house, in a new situation. I'm about to move into the garage of this house. Uh, It's a nicer garage, obviously, and it's all redone. And, And it just, I guess everything goes on. Things are certainly different, but I tried to take a look back with a little bit of gratitude over the last couple of days as we begin this new year. With some trepidation, some fear, some hope, also some some weariness, some uh, the idea of like, you know, like, when can I just ease out? But look, I just hope that you took a bit of time to express at least to yourself uh, some gratitude for what you do have and what has gone well and and maybe uh, how, how you can do things differently. As I've said before, it's difficult to live in a world where you, you know maybe things are going well for you personally, but things outside of you seem to be spiraling out of control. And I guess it's just we have to find a balance and figure out what we can do to help out. But I reconnected with somebody. If you've been with me on this show since the beginning, I, I had a roommate at my old house. Her name was Stash. Anastasia Stash Kusaki. She used to live with me, over at uh, the old house when I started the podcast. She was around, man, and she 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 was there when I I got in the bathtub with my jeans. She was there when we were just starting out, trying to figure out how to make money, packing envelopes with me, sending swag out to people that that donated. There was it was before GoFundmes and before the pan. What is it called? Patreon. We just wake set up a website. You know if you like the show send some money I'll send you I'll send you a t-shirt and some stickers. Hundreds of fucking envelopes. She was there at the beginning. She lived with me. And the reason I reached out to her is I wanted to tell her that LaFonda had passed because she had a relationship with the cat. You know the, she, the cat used to sleep with her and she loved that cat and that's how we reconnected and we had uh, she came over, I showed her the house and she, you know, I, we talked about how our lives had changed. It's been almost a decade. It was very nice because she was there at the beginning. She's doing fine and I'm doing fine. And it just is. And I, I, there was intention. tension. There was one of those. It was one of those situations where I think I, I met with her a couple of times to apologize for the same thing, which wasn't anything. I just felt that, you know, when she moved out, it was weird. But um, but everything's OK, man. She's got a baby. You know, things change. And it was great to see her. And and we it was it all happened because I reached out out of respect for her relationship with my fucking cat, with uh, my my past cat, LaFonda. And now I got to deal with Monkey, man. Monkey seems uh, a little out of sorts. I don't know if that's, you know, maybe I guess they grieve. Why wouldn't they? But like I sit down, he climbs up to me. He's he's literally like a baby. He'll climb onto my chest and just tuck into my shoulder every time. And he's sleeping a lot. I think he's sad. It took a week or two to you know for him to I guess register that his sister was gone. But maybe that's it. Is that it? I don't know. Look, Scott Kahn is here, and uh, he's on Hawaii Five O. That show must have a lot of fans. It's been on a long time. It's the tenth season. Uh, It's on Friday nights on CBS. We talk about a lot of stuff. And uh, it was nice to meet him. And here we are, me and Scott, talking. Done any voiceover work where you've had to wear the cans and talking to a mic, Scott?
1: I've auditioned for things that they didn't hire me for, but so yeah. No cartoon
0: voices for you?
1: No, I like it. Sounds like a good gig.
0: Yeah, pull that thing in. So, like, you know, you can put it right, through, right yeah. up in my mouth. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, got, I got a, like I said, I got a 13 year old dog that's been my best friend, and she's got this thing called um, degenerative malapathy. What is that? It's basically the spinal disease where her back legs shut down and they stop working. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do too much, you know. When she, you know, she, I live in a I got a lot of steps. Yeah. So she can't really make it up and down the steps now. So when she when she can't get up, I'm gonna just I'm gonna end it because, you know, her whole thing. I'm already leaving her. Yeah. I usually take her with me everywhere. Right. Now I'm already leaving her at her home, and she looks at me like, you know, what? Yeah. I, I go with you. So yeah.
0: What do you mean you got a lot of steps? You live in New York? No, no, no.
1: <laughs> no, I live in Laurel Canyon. I oh, mean, yeah. not, you know, not you I'm, not a, a bit. I'm yeah, not a yeah. fifth floor walk up, but right. yeah, there's like you know, yeah, 40 yeah. something steps to oh, get up there. Oh,
0: man. So what do, you, do you have a plan? You, wait.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to not push it further than it needs to be pushed, you know? But I mean, you're going you're gonna to put her down?
0: Yeah. yeah. They got people that come over and do it, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll do it, you know, like I'll sit there with her and do it, but you, you know, Have someone come over. Yeah, have you're someone You're not going to take her to the vet. No, 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 have someone come over. Have you had a deal with this before? I mean, like I, you know, I was telling you before we started. I'm, yeah. I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of okay with death. What does that mean? Uh, are you really, or you just think you are? A combination of both. I think part of me, I'm, you know, there's like a, a, yeah. a party that gets can be cold to it because you've experienced a lot of it, and then there's another part of it that's like, you know, we, you know, we're all eventually gonna wrestle with God at some point, and we never win. That yeah, one, right? You know, so it's it's uh, you know, life's a tragedy, right? We're all going to die. There's I know. No... Yeah, it
0: doesn't it doesn't end well for anybody. No,
1: no. So if you wrote this in a movie, <laughs> you know, like the, this is the story, and yeah. then you die at the end. Yeah, Every, it's always tragic. The and... one thing we
0: know for sure.
1: Yeah, and if, if look, if it were me, you know, I know what I like to do, and if I get to a point, you know, we're all going to be at that place, and we either yeah. get to be courageous or not. We either get to go. All right, there's more for me to do that I, that and, I look yeah, forward to. Right. And if not. Let's let's just be done and see what's what's next, or oh. if there's nothing next, then let's be done.
0: So you know? I I get it. I mean I, I mean I try to reconcile that shit. I mean I'm 56 and I think about it more than I, I used to. I'm trying to be okay with it because it's on some level it's the one thing we all know for sure that we're going to die. So on a practical level, it should be the one thing that we're all relatively comfortable with, but it's actually the one thing we're all terrified of more sure, than anything.
2: Of cor-
1: and by the way, I'm not trying to be a tough guy. I'm scared of, I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, I like right. my life. Right. It's funny, when I was younger, I was reckless because I didn't care. Yeah. And I didn't care about uh, what would happen to me. But yeah. N- now that I really like life. Right. Of course, now I'm like, well, wait a minute. Now I, I dig it. And I-, I want have- this to go on for a long time <laughs> now. Things have turned around. But, um, I just I feel like if I get to a point where I can't do the things that I like to do yeah. or like with my dog, I can right. see that she doesn't want she's not happy, so she's you, not herself anymore. Then I'm gonna go, What are, what are we doing anymore? So you're yeah. gonna
0: have someone put you down? Is
1: that No, but I'm not gonna <laughs> you know Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I still got a minute, man. I'm you know
0: I just want it to happen quick. Yeah. Me I, too. I mean it's That's like- another
1: thing. Look, I don't wanna do uh Eight years of slowly losing my brain and getting goofy. Ooh. I hope, you know, I, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to go to the gym uh, at 92 in the morning and get hit by a bus later in the afternoon. Fine. That's perfect. Yeah, you know? yeah. 92. That's, that's the right. Age. Yeah, it's I'll good. I'll take it, you know. How how are your genes? You good? I think I'm pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, now, are you friends with your dad? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's because, like, uh, it's, uh, it must be an odd thing because he's like one of these kind of like stocky alpha Jews from the 70s. <laughs> One of the three, I guess, right? All <laughs> right, in acting world or in world in the world in general. Uh,
1: I you know I it's funny I I I only knew tough Jews growing yeah. up. There's there
0: plenty of tough Jews. Yeah, yeah. So what you mean like your family? But, or no. But yeah, my people.
1: family and you know people that I knew and um but uh, people I knew growing up. Yeah. But um, but yes, in the acting world, there's like him and who else
0: the, like, are the tough Jews. Yeah. Well, now you got Bernthal. He's a, oh John Bernthal. Yeah. He's a Half Jew or full Jew? I think he might be full Jew. I can't remember. I talked to him. Genuine
1: tough kid. Yeah, for sure. Genuine tough kid. Yeah,
0: yeah. Shia LaBeouf. He's a is Jew He's half
1: too. a Jew. He's a half a Jew. Genuine tough kid. He is. Yeah. I mean, by the way, I don't. I know John. Yeah, yeah. and um, I actually used to. Um, I used to box. He boxed, and I boxed with some people that he boxed. Yeah. So I've heard stories about right, him being yeah. genuinely tough. Yeah. And I don't know Shia, but I, I've heard stories that he's a tough
0: kid. It too. seems like it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not. Yeah. I think I'm more of an alpha pussy, really. You, no, I <laughs> yeah. Not, I don't know. I'm not that tough. No. <laughs> but I mean, so you grew up in Hollywood. I did. And like the whole time, like, um, but how did it work out? Like, what? How many? Uh, siblings, how many kids does he, your dad have? Like, how did that outbreak break that? He's got a lot
1: of them, a lot of different wives. Um, yeah? I got a sister that I met when I was 12. That you
0: met when you were 12? Uh-huh. How does? How the fuck does that happen? Did you not know about her?
1: I knew about her, but it was just something we didn't really talk about. I walked into the house. I was 12 years old. That was and, the
0: first wife?
1: Yes, yes, his first wife. Well, there's also one that's suspect that I think was annulled quickly, so I don't know if they count that one, but oh, oh. that might have been before that or after. I don't know. Anyway. Right, right yeah i walked into the house i was 12 years old and she um my dad said hey this is your sister meet your sister and she looked at me and the first thing she did was she said he's stoned and that's you. Yeah, I was twelve, and uh, and know. were you? I was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was really super hot. suited, yeah. And did you did that get you in trouble? He looked at me and you know he said, Have you been smoking weed." And I said, "No, I swear to God." But you know, and then that was my that's how our relationship started with my sister. And then she picked me up from school the next day and brought her, ate the weed, and dropped it on my lap and asked me if I knew how to roll a joint. I said, "Yeah." Ah, uh, so Hollywood. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so then, so you're the middle. So then, is that bad to say? On this, on no, no. Him. So your second, you're, so you're the second wife. I'm not the wife. I'm the son
1: of the second, second wife, wife yeah, right? Yeah. And then he's got another one, another three, <laughs> oh another my three. God, yeah, dude. I got a, I got a 28 year old brother. I got a 23 year old brother, and I got a 19, or a 20 year old brother. And the 20 and the 23 are from the same wife. So he's stuck with that one. Uh huh. How old is he? He'll be 80 next year.
0: And it, is he working?
1: He's a. Uh, He's actually right now. Um, he's <laughs> he he's he's obsessed with fixing himself. You know, he's been a maniac most of his life. Sure, yeah, you know, he, yeah. he rodeoed, he raced boats, he rode motorcycles, right. he did everything you're not supposed to do to your uh-huh, body. Uh-huh. And so he's just done another back surgery. Oh, but a, a pretty heavy one. Yeah. So he's recovering from that, but it's 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 a slow, tough one. So he's he's kind of working through. That. You go over there.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Now. So when you're growing up, like who, like what's the scene? I mean, cause like I, I've talked to a couple of Hollywood, you know, people that, you know. Is not, that, are you, I'm, I'm, I'm the Hollywood
1: people category? Well, it's mean, okay you grew if up I, here. It's yes. not,
0: it's not a matter of Hollywood people. Like I've talked to people whose parents were in the business and they're in the business, like, right. you know, Ed Bigley Jr., you know, for example, that, you know, it's just a very specific, it's not, it's not a judgment thing. It's a specific type of lifestyle. Right. And, you know, throughout the the duration of this show you know if there's anything that starts to reveal itself is that you know this is a community like any other community of working people they just happen to be movie stars and sure, and, sure, sure. Uh, and completely some of them are out of their minds and spend too much money right, you? right but uh but like growing up like the, what was what was the house like who were the people that were around who were the who were the things that, who were the your peers in that in that world i mean or your dad's i mean he was kind of
1: the anti Hollywood dude, you know oh, yeah. what I mean? He 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 sort of um didn't speak highly of that world, and, uh-huh. you know. He, he said, If you ever turn out to be one of these Hollywood kids, I'm gonna you know give you a beat. And I got that talk every day, so <laughs> really, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: and who was he like, like who? What was the example? I, I mean, I don't know, I, yeah, there like, was no example, just, a spoiled just don't, Hollywood don't be brat,
1: a, yeah, don't be a brat or I'll, I'll kill you, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. my dad's you know. He's played tough guys, but he's genuinely a tough guy. He is. You know, one of the the toughest guys I've ever met.
0: I just remember reading that year, his father was a butcher.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, this guy was, my grandfather's hands were like, um, one finger was like two of your thumbs. Did you know the guy? Yeah, I knew him. Oh, yeah. He passed when I was, I think, seven or eight years old. But I mean, he would, you know, he could lift people out of cars (laughs) at 70 years old. He could bend quarters with his hands. Come on. I'm not kidding. He ripped phone books in half. I mean, he was like- uh, yeah, weirdly st- <laughs> strong and these scary. are things
0: he'd show you he could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but so anyway, about the, the, for the Hollywood thing. Yeah, you know he anything but this business and anything but being like one of these Hollywood people was sort of his 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 trip.
0: So is, is he mad at you now?
1: No, because I think he respects what I do a little bit. Yeah, and he, you know he's. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say proud, but he. I, mean, I think he. You know he.
0: It's so weird to hear, though, isn't it? Because like he was like you know he was doing it a long time. Yeah, I mean, like he was in westerns. He was always in that movie with Dean Martin. I mean, Christ, he was like yeah, El Dorado with John Wayne and all yeah, that, yeah, you know? yeah. It's wild. I mean, at some point he must have loved show business.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you find something you're good at, and they tell you you're going to give you money to do it. Yeah, why not? And you and you like it a little bit. Yeah, you keep doing it. You know? Yeah.
0: And it, none of the siblings, none of the other people, went into show business. No, they're all
1: creative, creative yeah. dudes. The, the the boys are all creative. My sister, not so much. I mean, she might be creative, but she didn't really go into that at all. But yeah, they're all creative kids. I mean, yeah, one way or the other. Yeah. And they're, are they working in the industry? A little bit. My yeah. the the second brother, he's um he's part of a theater group and he works in the theater. And you know, I mean, as you know, it's not it's not uh, you don't. You don't just get to go Raise your hand And go oh, Okay here's here's a
0: job you know, No I know yeah, Of course but, Yeah yeah I mean but I just was wondering What their aspirations are There's no butchers or dentists There's no butchers or dentists <laughs> Definitely definitely not dentists <laughs> You know <Yeah. laughs> That's not gonna happen No
1: no I, 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 I remember my, my little brother I went over to the house When he was like 12 years old or something and he was doing homework and yeah. my dad ended up just taking the homework and doing it and his wife started screaming at him you gotta let him do his own homework and he goes he's not gonna be a, a rocket scientist okay don't worry like <laughs> he knows what these kids fate is
0: <laughs> he's decided yeah. already yeah so but but you didn't start out when you were growing up you didn't. It, you weren't always into acting though right
1: no I mean at first I was into anything but having to go to school you know yeah I didn't like school Wait, which you- is another thing I don't think school is for everybody
0: yeah, that's probably true. Uh, right? I mean it shouldn't yeah. where were you going though? Like what was it? Were you in Hollywood? Hollywood High or what I went to
1: Beverly Hills High School. Yeah. Yeah. I made it to you know, to the end of tenth grade. That was it? Yeah. That's it. And but what I also, happened? You... I got I got a, I got a record deal, um, and then I went on tour for the beginning of my eleventh grade year. I was on tour for um about nine weeks and at the time, I don't know if you remember Cypress Hill and yeah. House of Pain, I was on tour with those guys and um I, I got off that tour and then they said, hey, "Are you going to go back to high school now?" And I said, "I don't
0: think." You so. You were performing. Yes, I was. You were a rap guy. I was a rap guy, man. Yeah. And you were a successful rap guy. I'm, I mean, I kind of knew it, but I didn't. I didn't go get the record or anything. You can't get the record; it doesn't exist. I don't think. Really? Yeah. But you, so you were like the white rap guy.
1: Yeah, sure, <laughs>
0: sure. Did you have a partner? Did you? I did. did.
1: His name is um, Alan Maman. He goes by the Alchemist. He's a big. He's probably one of the most respected hip hop producers in the, in hip hop today. Oh, really? So yeah, he's, he's still st- he's stuck with it. Yeah.
0: So, like, so, okay. But again, so... I was
1: just sort of looking for a way to be. Different and creative and be not have to do what everybody else was doing. You know, rap music in the early 90s was not what it is today. It was right. sort of like the punk music of, of my oh, generation. Yeah, it. Yeah. it wasn't mainstream. It was anti-establishment. And right, sure. Being a B-boy and being about graffiti and being about breakdancing and seeing yeah. and DJing and yeah. that kind of thing was, was uh, you know, now you got... Seven-year-old girls who live in fancy neighborhoods. Hip hop is their thing, and sure. your mothers are pumping hip hop. Like that yeah, wasn't yeah. no, it wasn't the it same was the, then. Yeah, no.
0: What's going on at home when you, when you just want to drop out of high school? And the old man's like, "All right." Well, I wasn't really close to the old man then. Oh, really? I was kind
1: of. Uh, he got he got remarried and he was doing that life, and yeah, I kind of yeah. I was with my mom at the time, and um, were
0: you pissed off? No, uh, no. It no. just wasn't part of your life.
1: No, yeah. I mean, I just you know yeah i mean I he's always it. part of my life yeah he's yeah. never like a, a fuck F- you dad yeah. no no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't say fuck you to my dad no uh uh-uh. not happen. today <laughs> i know I, yeah i yeah uh
0: <laughs> it's good. so the rebellion was out yeah well it didn't have to be you know <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah. i don't know we we're all we we're always friends more than i just respected him and yeah we had a uh a, a a good friendship. Well,
0: what about More. your mom when you say you want to drop out of high school and uh, go do hip hop?
1: She was, yeah, Live she. Knew, she knew,
0: no, not at all, man.
1: No, oh, she this was. Is great. Yeah, she. Um, my mom. My mom. She's not, she's she's passed a few years ago, or six six seven years ago now. But she was, um, a pretty interesting lady who was. Not, uh, not normal by any means. I mean, I was, you know, 12 years old. I got kicked out of school and she walked into the principal's office and told him to go fuck himself. You know what I mean? She oh, yeah. Was a, she was a different kind of lady.
0: What did she She was an actress too?
1: She was a, she was actually a pretty good actress. Yeah. She was a, a an actor and a model and, uh, she was a hairstylist as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just a free spirit kind of person?
1: Yeah. She was a, she was, a, I mean, I don't know how else to say, I mean, she was a bad bitch. Like, she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was a badass. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, um, she didn't really take a ton of shit. She was pretty cold, like Yeah. And um, you know, I said, I'm you know, I think I'm good at this thing and she was like, Well do it. Don't do that other thing you're not good at, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck it.
1: Yeah, fuck it. So all right, how does the
0: rap career stop?
1: Uh so we went to we got signed to this um this label yeah. in in Europe. Yeah. Um and so we went to go do this show in London, I think it was called Top of the Pops or some uh, some goofy shit. I don't know right. what it was called. But we went there. We were, Look, I was 16 years old. Um, we went there. And when we got there, they had done a remix to our song. And right. our, our album was about to come out in the States. And when we got there, they said, this is the remix. And this is what you're going to perform on the show. Right. And it was some goofy house mix of our song oh, so it, wasn't, it
0: wasn't even your mix
1: they like you know house music at the time was big in london and this is what they wanted this is uh, how they wanted to pump our record in weird. london yeah yeah so we uh the night before the uh we, we were getting per diem every day so we decided we got to keep getting the per diem while we're here. Yeah. So we collected all the per diem. Yeah. And then on uh the, the morning we were supposed to, you know, leave and do the rehearsals and do the show. We took yeah. a flight to Amsterdam. Right. Never told anybody. Yeah. And, you know, the, the label dropped us and then they called our label in uh back in the States, which was Tommy Boy Records at yeah. the time. And I think that that pissed them off too. So then they end up dropping us and not releasing the record. That's my story. I mean, maybe it's because they found out that the record they didn't like it as much. But it's a much better story that they dropped us because we did something. You know,
0: you ran off with the per diem, we, bailed on the TV, which show. which we did do. Yeah, yeah. So, Amsterdam
1: was fun, right? Then? It was very fun at 17 years old. Amsterdam, staying in youth hostels for two weeks
0: was. Uh, <laughs> and you just bailed on the TV show. Bailed, them, didn't even say anything. Do you Le- now? Uh, do you, so? You but, have? Do you have the record? Don't you? Of most of the songs that we did, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's kind of disappointing. You didn't have to put your fucking record out.
1: Yeah, but I then you know, look, I found something else that I like to do creatively. What the acting? Yeah, 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 the acting.
0: When was it? Mm-hmm. When did you first start doing that?
1: Um, we were actually doing a show at the Santa Monica Civic Center, and there was a director. Uh, what was your rap name? skills okay Uh just skills yeah
0: skills in the alchemist
1: skill no he was actually called mudfoot at the time skills in mudfoot Mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah Uh i can't tell if you're looking you're looking at me like you're kind of making fun of me no no what do you mean i'm just
0: (laughs) well i mean as much as you are making fun of myself yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah okay <laughs> Thanks,
1: you, know. you know your ego when you're 16 is amazing. You know yeah. what I mean? So. No,
0: no, I know. I mean, I, I'm not making fun of you, but it's it's, a, you
1: can make fun of I me. Mean, no,
0: it's it's, not, like, it's nice. I mean, it's a it, it's I think it's it's a little. You can get a little laugh out.
1: Yeah, it, why not? I hope everybody's laughing their ass off. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, shit. Um, so you're doing a show in San. Anyway, Mike. long story. I mean, do, do you, you edit talk. this or do we just talk? And just then talk. They, uh, don't be self conscious. No, it's I'm not. Pretty, I mean, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, The older talk. I get, the more self conscious I get. Really?
0: Is that happening? I think so. I think I
1: get more. You know, when you're younger, you want to be uh, kind of swagger. Yeah, but then you realize that that's all bullshit, and then you you get. Uh, and especially today, you say the wrong, you put your put foot in your mouth. Today, everybody knows about it. Everybody hates you. We haven't done you. anything. You haven't done no. anything hateable. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. and uh, well, you'll and... you'll stop me if I do.
0: No, you yeah, probably yeah. live. Me... <laughs> no, no, no. But I but I I can appreciate that. It is kind of weird where, you know, when you have a the sort of life lessons of especially if you've been an asshole or. You've been arrogant, or you've uh, you know, uh, left some wreckage. You know, you get to a point in your life where you're like, ah, yes, I guess, what was I doing? Yeah,
1: that, and also you. It, it, today, like I said, yeah, you, you say the wrong
0: thing, and everybody's mad. I think sometimes- and Everybody knows about it. I know? think more is, if you do the wrong thing, that's worse. That too. You know, saying the wrong thing, it's not like you're going to drop a, a, the N-word or something right now. No, no, no. Yeah, no, so no, like- no. so. But, I but know you don't you know, know what's- I
1: don't know what's appropriate or what's not appropriate anymore. No? Uh, not really. <laughs> not really. Anybody ever tell you you remind me of, um, of Giovanni Rabisi? Have you ever gotten there? No. No?
0: But I don't know him. I've interviewed him. Yeah? Yeah. Very good guy. Yeah, he is a good guy. Yeah. Intense guy. Good actor. Very, very good actor. you known him a long time? I did. I've done a couple movies with him. Which ones? I did
1: um, Boiler Room with him. Oh, yeah. I did Gone in 60 Seconds with him. Oh. And I directed a movie that he was in called The Dog Problem.
0: The Dog Problem. I saw that credit. Like, that was... It, how many have you directed?
1: Uh, t- two, two and a half.
0: Two and a half movies you've directed? You're in the middle of one now?
1: No, no, no. I oh. I wrote a movie called Mercy that my good friend Patrick... Uh, directed but we sort of wrote and directed it together I mean yeah. he's the director I'm the writer but we got it. we worked on it too he directed I shouldn't say that what's well,
0: let's, let's, let's come around to that too so you're in Santa Monica we, 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 oh Skips in Santa
1: Monica you're doing the gig long story short yeah this director who was making this movie called the boy called hate uh, it was about this young hoodlum who yeah steals a motorcycle and kills people and he he came to my show and got in touch with me somehow and said, would you come audition for this? And I said, no. And then when I read it, I thought, well, this is cool. I'd like to ride a motorcycle and shoot yeah, yeah. people. And then, um, did you ride at the time? Did I ride motorcycles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've been riding motorcycles my whole life. Um, I don't anymore. I have a five-year-old daughter. And my, my, my gal said, when the when she got pregnant, we never ride a motorcycle ever again. And I said, fine. So I haven't ridden a motorcycle in five years.
0: Because she didn't want you to die on the
1: motorcycle. That was, I think that's where she was going. Yeah. <laughs> And it's it's good cuz you I honored he, that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I honored. I still have a bike, but I, it just sits there.
0: And doesn't it's not calling
1: you. Mm. Yeah. Well, it does sometimes. But it's yeah. not worth it. I've been hit a couple times and
0: Yeah, I it's fucking scary. My yeah. buddy Dean like he got someone a car just ran him off the road and he went down on the highway and fucking like got yeah, skinned up pretty good, but he, he That's luck. I mean, skinned up pretty good as you made it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's crazy. And he didn't ride for a while, but he couldn't stay away. Right. I don't think he's got a bike now, but he was a lifelong bike yeah. guy. I think I just liked
1: looking cool anyway, so I'm I'm fine with it being gone, you know. I
0: I think it like I, I never rode him cuz my dad was an orthopedic surgeon and he, like he dragged me to the hospital when I was in high school and showed me a guy in right, traction right, right. that I got this sort of a uh, scared straight shit. Right, right. But the, I could have, I could have used your dad.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've had a lot of orthopedic surgeons in my life. <laughs> he would taken you to the hospital. What we did, we did he do? Knees, elbows.
0: Sure, he was a knee guy. Back. He did knees, uh, backs, hips. I mean, he was full on. His partner did hands, but you know, he could set most bones. Okay. Did some sports uh, medicine as well. All right. Yeah. Real deal. All right. I got. So. Some, I got a, a. Yeah. I've had a, a bunch of surgeries. Oh yeah. Yeah. From what?
1: From all different stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> ACLs, torn biceps, broken collarbones.
0: From like falling off shit? I did Wrecking cars?
1: No, I've done a lot of um, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu for 20 years. Do you fight? On the street? Yeah. I'd like not to. Yeah, (laughs) but have you? When I was a kid all the time, yeah. Oh,
0: really? You got into fights all the time? Yeah, yeah,
1: but not as an adult. I think I've been in two fights and that's in 20 years, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, because it's not my impulse to fight. I'm more of a negotiator. Yeah, I get it. Yeah.
1: You're smart. I guess. Yeah. But some guys just don't even think twice. Well, I mean, you know, when you're younger, it's like proven stuff, but no, I hope I never, I don't want to get in a fight. I feel like I
0: should have been in one fight. We
1: can, well, I mean, when we're done with this, we'll go down. Yeah,
0: but I think that, I think that I don't have a chance there. I, I don't think.
1: Everybody's got a chance. And we're, is that true? Yeah. Is that what you learned? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a- you hit somebody square in the jaw and they go to sleep. That's, That's it? it?
0: Yeah. yeah. So you could get one through. Yeah, absolutely. Are you provoking me right absolutely now? Absolutely
1: not. I don't want to fight you <laughs> at all. So you do this movie, A Boy Called Hate? Yeah, so anyway, I I, I just, when I did it, I yeah. sort of realized that this is a good world for me. I didn't know if I wanted to write, direct, move the lights, bring the yeah. food, but whoever these group of weirdos was, really? I was into this trip. And yeah. that was the
0: first time you'd been on a set like that?
1: I mean, I guess, you know, my dad didn't work a ton when I was growing up. He yeah. took a lot of time off for whatever reason, but um, I didn't really view it when I was a kid, as something to do, it was right. just like, okay, this is this His is my, my old man's job. But yeah. f- when I was there, a part of it, uh, I thought like, okay, this is my my group of people.
0: Oh yeah, just because well, there's so many different kinds of people in one place doing different shit.
1: But it's all yeah, it's all this like you know this creative energy going towards this one thing, and yeah, it sounds pretentious, but
0: no, it's true. It's not pretentious. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a business, and you know when you get on, if a you set... say
1: if you meant if you say something's pretentious, then it takes away that it's pretentious, right?
0: <laughs> well, no, I, I I think that like it's weird when there's a thing that we do when we're, you're involved in show business where you know you sort of, especially if you you've got more of a kind of a, a street smart rugged sensibility. Where you kind of trivialize it, but it's like it's fucking real business and people work hard and there's all kinds of you know people involved in one thing. Yeah. Working towards this one thing. It's kind of amazing. You get on a set and you're like, there's like a hundred people that I don't know what they're fucking doing, but yeah. they're doing real jobs. Right. You know, like down to the fucking person that's figuring out how to hide your mic. Yeah. In your... So when you get that bug, do you do you take acting class? I did. I
1: went to this uh, this place called Playhouse West. It was a th- oh yeah theater Who's your... theater company and the Jeff Goldblum and Robert Carnegie
0: that's their place
1: yeah but it was a really cool place because it was a part of it was an acting school but then the other part becomes this theater company so after a couple of years after you learn how to you know act whatever the hell that means yeah then you know you get a craft of acting right. down then uh, there's the next level of it which is like you become part of the theater group and now you're putting up plays all the time and people are working on plays writing plays yeah acting directing and plays. so you have access to these three theaters right and you know on and off for the last 20 years i've been going back there putting up plays um so it's this great little thing to be a
0: part of and, anyway that's what i did and, and goldblum is like one of the, the guys who created the he place. started or he's him and robert carnegie robert carnegie is that i don't know that guy
1: He's one of he was like a Sandy Meisner protege. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, and um, and um,
0: and do they both teach at the place?
1: I don't. Yeah, Robert still teaches there, um, but I don't believe Jeff does anymore. Did he used to? Mm-hmm. A lot,
0: yeah. And did you take with Jeff?
1: No, with Robert. Uh-huh. But I worked with Jeff a bunch. Yeah, you know, over the years.
0: He's an interesting actor. He's too. one of
1: my favorites.
0: Yeah, he's really, he seems to be the real deal. What makes him your favorite? Like, what is it about the way he does it?
1: Just the way that he—very he, quirky, right? Yeah, but it's—he's—he's. He's, I've never met anybody who's more—I um, mean, in life and uh, when he acts, who's more attuned with what's going on with the other person. He couldn't be more in the moment, you know? He's, yeah, yeah. And there's something like really um interesting and human about that it's like he's interested in everything and he's interested and that's to me the best actors are the ones who pay the closest attention so that's, that's why true he's almost me, compulsive about he's it. He's, he's studying yeah. you I, always <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's you know that's to me acting is you can plan all the stuff you're going to do or yeah. you can just pay attention to what the other guy's doing or the other people are doing and that's what makes people more interesting if they're interesting to begin with and he's very interesting.
0: So. Yeah, and he's like, you know, he's been around forever too like doing little parts and little things. He's very good, man. He's... A he's, sweet guy too.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. he's an acting lesson just in himself, Yeah, because
0: like when he's when you're talking to him he's like, oh really? Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's almost right. like trying to get into your body. Right. He like wants that. to work off of it. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And the other guy was mostly Meisner-ish
1: stuff. Well like yeah, he studied with Sandy Meisner and so yeah,
0: repetitions yeah. Yeah. and yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And and did you find that helpful? I mean, I still yeah, I did. I what know. was it? Scene studies and you 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 get cast in productions at the place and that kind of stuff. The
1: productions ended up pretty much being what the students did. People the students would write and then you'd also, you know, Back in the day, or back in the day, I can't believe I just said that, but at yeah. that time, you'd go get rights. To, You're going to say it more as time goes am on. Am I? All right. Um, you'd get <laughs> rights to do, you'd call Sam French and yeah. get the rights to do right, a sure. play that Dramatists produce or yeah. that Sam French produced. So it was that a combination of you know people writing, You know people, directors would come to the to the school and they would end up directing plays yeah. and writers would study act. I mean, I think every
0: good director or writer should study acting a, a little choice. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I think the first time I saw you and like noticed you, I think was in that, uh, it was the one with Jennifer Aniston, ah. where you play the trainer. Yeah. But it was great though. Like I remember, Thank cause you. I didn't know who you were and I'm like, who's that guy? Right, right And yeah. then when I found out you were I'm like, oh yeah, that yeah. makes
1: sense. Right. <laughs> what makes sense?
0: <laughs> well nothing, cause like if I look at you, you kind of remind me of your old man, right. right? Is that all right to say? I mean, I'm not... He's yeah. a handsome guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But so there was that moment where I'm like, oh, that's that guy's... G-. It made sense to me, that's okay. all. But I thought... He was a douchebag, but I thought it was a... Uh, you know, he had a full uh, full life inside sure. of him, that guy. Thank you. I'll take, yeah. it. I'll take it. And then, like, when I start to notice you in the... Um, when I, I mean all the oceans movies, You I don't think, have to notice me. I mean, you know, no no, but I think like I but I why would I talk to you if I wasn't interested. I think, yeah, good point. But uh but this the stuff that you and uh Casey do in the Oceans movie is very funny to me. Thank you. It's a funny dynamic, it's like a comedy team. Thanks. I mean you guys have a thing that kind of built over the, the three movies where you kinda got a stick together. Yeah.
1: All you gotta do with Casey is just pay attention to him and you, he's so interesting and Really? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> So I just sort of showed up and just paid attention to Casey, and yeah, I felt like and a, reacted to yeah, him. basically that's it, that's it. No homework, no just homework. Pay attention to Casey. Yeah.
0: So as this goes on, like you know, how do you you know can do you find that you're challenging yourself as an actor? No, I mean, absolutely
1: not. I mean, I've been you know, uh, I've mean, made a lot of movies. Yeah, but it's been a minute, and I've been on a on a you know procedural show for ten years, which That's is a long time, dude. Yeah, and it's gr- it's listen, I'm no complaints, man. I mean, it, you know, I'm lucky to have a. How a, long are you in Hawaii every year? Um, about six days of every month.
0: Was that how it goes?
1: Yeah, I just go and I'll do a couple episodes, and then I, I don't do all of the episodes anymore. Okay. Um, and then. Um, and then I, you know, come home. So they don't.
0: So they shoot a lot of it in, 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 in just exteriors in Hawaii. No, all of it's in Hawaii. Oh, it
1: is. Like I said, though, I'm just not in all of
0: them. And yeah, you were in all of them. No, in the in the beginning. Yeah. For how many years? Two or three years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's great. So you making money in your sleep now?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's good. But to answer your question, am I doing things that I'm really right? you know, excited about or... What did you ask? What was the exact... Challenging challenge? No, for sure. No. Well, uh, do you want to? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... Because uh, I know, like,
0: I got the... It's I a got- weird
1: thing, man. I mean, what? you're in the... Like, how often are, are... You know... I'm
0: at the beginning, though, in a yeah, way. Yeah,
1: but you seem like you're always in good stuff and you seem like you're in stuff that you are uh,
0: should be excited about that are... Well, uh, yeah. Well, it's different for me. Like, you know, I didn't... Like, now like my opportunity started to happen when I was in my 40s. So I have a sort of a type, you know, and I and I've done a few movies, you know, not many. And uh and yeah, I can say no, but I don't see you
1: I haven't seen you do a ton of stuff. And again, this is a weird yeah. thing to say, but I don't see you doing stuff for the paycheck.
0: No, I don't I didn't I never set out to do that with acting. Right. It was never it was never an but option. Do you do anything just for a paycheck? No, I, I not if it doesn't, like I'll tell like That's a the, pretty amazing. The closest I get to that, really, is like, uh, like I'm gonna go out my, I have a comedy special dropping in March, mm-hmm. and I've got this hour that took me a couple <laughs> years to put together, and you know, once the comedy specials on, it's sort of dead in the water. Right. So like, I just added like six or seven dates to go make a little money because I can. And you know, but it's me doing comedy. But it's something
1: that you oh, dug yeah. deep for and yeah. busted it's, your it's ass for. It's all my for. shit. Yeah. That's what I mean. So anyway, that's
0: a that's a that's a right. I never had to do acting because I needed money. <sighs> yeah. Which is a different game. It is. It yeah, is because you got to make compromises. Yeah. Now, did you find that you were being typecast? You mean as a result of why I ended up? Well, no, just I mean, like you know, do you play the same guy a lot? I think I, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe when I was younger,
1: a little bit, yeah.
0: But Dano's not like a, you know, he's not like a thuggy kind (laughs) of jockey dude. No, no, I guess not. But I guess
1: I, am I a jockey dude? I don't know. Are you?
0: I don't know. You tell me. I don't, I'll <laughs> take
1: it. You try typecast me. I don't just, know. I just met you, yeah. and yeah, I
0: know you do the the, the Brazilian whatever Brazilian jiu jitsu. Yeah, yeah. You, know, so you that, like it, man. You should try it. I know. I should try something. You, oh, you don't. You're not into any kind of. I I run up the hill. That's great, man. And no, I do exercise and That's I work great. out and stuff. But yeah. the competitive thing, you know, I don't want to, you know, be crying on a mat. Oh, nobody's gonna make you <laughs> cry. Yeah. <laughs> but I think you know you gotta you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get out there and you, you, I'm not I know I'm competitive but I I don't uh, I don't like losing yeah I don't like losing either but you you know how to deal with it because you know you have probably played a lot of shit yeah I guess everything um
1: losing I take
0: it personally you know you take yeah it, yeah
1: I get it but you got to do it I, mean, I, know, I know you got to do all that stuff so what right? are you thinking do you see
0: this what I got to do I don't I'm like I don't know what you got to do I'm, I'm 56 what do you do at 56 to get in the game. What get you want to? Uh, I don't know. I can't start playing basketball. I don't know how to play basketball.
1: I don't know. I'm just saying stuff that's difficult and hard. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we got to, di- like you, you got to push yourself. Everything. If you just sit around, and <clears laughs> no, no. I push east. myself
0: up the hill. Trying, I'm to start running up <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> it's good and enough. I run down. It's, it's a good big enough. hill. It's 45. I
1: everyone's Shit. different, man. If I didn't have exercise and jujitsu, I'd have, probably have to take uh, antidepressants. No, kid, I'm the same way. Now. You know,
0: no. If I go 45 minutes up, it's straight up, and then I run down. It's like an hour and a half. And uh, I hadn't done it in a couple of weeks. I did it today and it was great. Yeah.
1: I mean, look, you can't have a panic attack while exercising. So no, that should, that should tell you. No, something. just a heart attack.
0: That's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that you mistake for a panic attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just a panic attack. Yeah, and then I'm you fine. drop and then you die. Yeah, that's fine. But that's better. Yeah, if I drop on the hill, that's good. Yeah. If it happens quickly. Yeah. So, but I got the, the big book of photographs and it's a beautiful book. Thank you, man. So you're doing that kind of stuff. But it also, you mentioned like writing and directing. Now, when you do, like, so you write plays? I do. I've written a lot of plays, like full length, kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Wow, man. I was going to bring you some, but then I, I thought that that would be silly.
0: No, I mean, I, I, I if I would had time to read them, but it I would have just I, been me, in, like um, giving giving me French Samuel French book, yeah, and saying here, let's talk about this. You know? So when did you start writing the plays? Uh,
1: right about uh, I don't know ninety eight, ninety seven, ninety eight, because we we were having trouble getting the rights. To do the plays that we wanted to do at the work at, at the, Playhouse, yeah. yeah. So I would go home and write scenes, and then I would bring the scenes in for different actors, and then we'd work on them. And then Robert Carnegie was there, and he would say, "Keep doing this, don't stop doing this." And then scenes turned into one acts, turned into full length plays, and then I just, I just, that's where it started. And then I just really uh, got into writing plays. And, and
0: what now? Do they get produced? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had, I've had a lot of.
1: Produce plays. Okay. That's how, I mean, that's how they get published. You got to get them produced and then reviewed
0: and then so what was French the or... first big way have you had a big opening so like in new york and stuff i'm sorry i don't know the no place. you don't have I, to know I, this I, w- I wish i'd know the no place. don't worry this is why i could have brought them for you and then well, i mean i could get them yeah i mean i could have read them earlier but, but you know what gonna...
1: i yeah i just I, I you know when you're younger you ever notice you talk to young people and they want to tell you all about all the stuff that they're doing yeah. the older i get the less i, yeah, I don't push,
0: want to push about
1: anything push what i'm doing yeah. just you know
0: i can't stand it i, I don't even want to be on social networking platforms anymore.
1: i'm not how's that feel I mean, I don't know the difference, so it feels Never fun. Never wear on there. No. I mean, I'll like, you know, like creep out on Instagram to like look at stuff oh, that yeah. I'm into sometimes, yeah. but yeah, under sure. a fake account, just- Oh, Yeah. I don't have, you know, I'm not like posting pictures of my
0: child and my, yeah. you know, and my I think New shoes or whatever. I don't, well, I'll do my shoes. I've done my shoes. That's all right. A, and the cats have done. But you know. listen, man, I'm not yeah. knocking it. It's just, no, I know, but it's like draining. It's
1: like a whole other job. It's work, man. How much? I mean, how many? I, every day I go. Wait, the day's over. You wanted me to also post things yeah. and, and worry about how people respond to that's it. That's another thing, man. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. do
0: the wrong thing. and
1: yeah. <laughs> as much as I don't give a shit what people think. I don't want it to be hated either. You yeah, know what yeah. I yeah.
0: Mean? You're nervous about that. Yeah, so or
1: someone makes a comment and then I'm like into a beef with somebody over the thing oh and... that'll happen yeah, yeah i good. can't I you can't. avoided it good for you probably
0: your mental hygiene is probably and better. maybe i'm
1: just at the you know i guess if you're a young uh, creative today you have to be a part of that
0: that's what they tell you right i mean it's a very competitive <laughs> game you know what i mean the branding machine yeah maybe it's true i don't know but i see a lot of people it's just like you know these people are going four five ten times a day and you know, what else are they doing i look at it i'm like what's the matter with you yeah But then, what am I looking at it for? Yeah, right.
1: Well, because it's interesting to look at sometimes.
0: I don't know. So the plays, because I'm curious about plays actually, uh, because theater. Because I I become friends with Tracy Letts, Uh who's who's a great playwright. Yeah. yeah. And the whole process of writing plays, especially when they're a little abstract, is sort of interesting to me. So, how did you learn to do it? Just by reading them, and just Just by
1: by, you know, at the like I said at the Playhouse, we
0: worked on. You know, we do, at the school
1: you weren't really supposed to grab stuff from movies. We were always, you know, going after yeah good plays, right? Because it's you know working yeah. on the stage and that's who were your favorites. Um, Shanley, mm-hmm. um, David Rabe. Oh yeah,
0: Rabe's good though. Yeah, Rabe's
1: great. Shanley, what about Shanley? I don't know Shanley. He's, He's oh, someone... one of the, my favorite writers ever. What was his big plays? Um, Italian American Reconciliation, Danny in the Deep Blue Sea, oh, uh, The Dreamer Examines His Pillow yeah
0: um, someone was just mentioning this guy to me today or yesterday women
1: of manhattan um he, still he, around? he wrote doubt he wrote joe versus the volcano oh yeah he wrote um uh, moonstruck i
0: i feel like stupid about why theater. why why because like i know that I, I enjoy theater if it's good theater and i don't go to it enough yeah and i don't seek it out right but when i do i find it very moving and unlike anything else yeah and i'm always sort of a, fascinated with it because i don't know how they I don't know how they evolve. Plays well, for, can be very unusual to me.
1: Sure, but as an actor, I think that that's the the experience as an actor. That's the, yeah. that's the one you kind of are going for. The play? Yeah, because you get to kind of live it from the beginning to the end, and that's the thing. And,
0: yeah, and some of it gets weird.
1: It can get weird, yeah. And do you write weird plays? I don't know if they're weird. Yeah? No,
0: mostly like, about wh- relationships, you know. Like uh, what's the setting of the f- – what's your first big play?
1: The first play I ever uh, wrote that got published was called Two Wrongs. Yeah, and it's about uh, a man and a woman that both see the same therapist, and then the therapist uh, tries to set them up, which is nothing. Something a therapist shouldn't do. Right. They actually fall in love, and then the therapist actually falls in love with the woman as well. Yeah. And so then the therapist breaks them up, and then it explodes Separately. in his face. Yeah, because oh. he falls in love with her. So then he tries to pull them apart. And it's just, the idea was to be, I'm, I'm into therapists and therapy. I think that therapists are interesting people. And I always wondered, like, do they have lives too? You know, do therapists have feelings or, they, you know what I mean? Of course they, they were, do. I, of course they do. Right. But as a, yeah, someone who goes to therapy, you just imagine that they're perfect, right? Because they have all the answers. They're smarter than everybody. They know what's going on. Did and you it, go? Yeah. I am. I, 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 um, I'm a fan of therapy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, did you have a therapist that sort of inspired that? Where you're sort of like, "What the fuck is up?" I movie? mean, there's
1: there's there's a reference to a therapist in almost everything I've ever written. You yeah. Know? So yeah. So um, were they helpful to you? They, even the ones that aren't are helpful. You know, I mean, yeah.
0: everybody's either a
1: hero or a cautionary tale, right?
0: I guess, or maybe just a, a bore and yeah, you know, waste of time. That's a cautionary tale. <laughs> I guess so. Isn't it? I mean, <laughs> yeah.
1: your family, your friend, everybody, you either, yeah. you know, yeah. you either look at them and go, oh, I want to do that or I never want to do oh,
0: that. Yeah. We're status quo. Is that a cautionary tale? Kind of. I mean, sure. Like,
1: yeah. I don't want to be boring. Yeah. I don't right. want to be not interesting. You know? Yeah.
0: Because I've been a therapist. I just started going recently again. And, and it's it's okay. You know, I used to do a joke about it that like when you go back to therapy and if you're in your like 50s or your late 40s and, you, you know, you don't, you don't waste any time, you, you can kind of... You walk in, and you're like, all right, look. There's Let's a lot get of, to it. Yeah, there's a lot of things we can't unfuck. Right, and I know. Right, that, but so.
1: listen, knowing what's fucked
0: is uh, is is really helpful. I think. no, for sure. You no, know? no doubt. Like, and also, like, there's all these different avenues now with the therapy in terms of like what is PTSD and what isn't. Right. Like from it, because if you ex- everything really right, right. So if you expand the definition of that, you, you know what what how much of your problems or whatever your shortcomings are, or whatever uh your your emotional obstacles are are based on you know maybe emotional trauma that you never even recognized as such has to be right yeah it's just a reframing of the same shit all the time right yeah mommy
1: daddy whatever but you do it over and over and over and over again and you go all right i understand this a little bit and that's it right or you yeah or you take pills and (laughs) you just i
0: don't do never i never was always always adverse to pills
1: me too yeah i tried them yeah i i i i I i You mean drugs or like antidepressants? No, no, I mean like antidepressants. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to down talk it because some people need it. But you know, look, chemical imbalance or whatever else. The truth of the matter is, is we're all, um, all that stuff comes has to come from, and yeah, I guess there's some people are just born goofy, you know, right. But uh, for the most part, I'd say ninety five percent of it is uh, is how we were raised, our childhood, or what screwed us up when we were younger. You know, it's
0: weird though, because like you know, as you say, like you had a kid, and you know, you say that there's a, a part of you, you get older, and you know, you're not, you, you know, you're, you're you're not, you don't want to be as, um, you know, cocky or whatever. You know what I mean? That you know, sometimes age just kind of mellows you, like you know, some things aren't as important as they used to be. Sure, and, which is a fucking gift, right? You know, but then you come up against. For me, as a, as a guy, an older guy, like there's like I'm not married, and I, I've been married twice. I got no kids, and mm-hmm. there's like a reason for that. Right, I don't, I, I don't want kids. Great, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, but I I don't know why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you want a kid?
1: Yeah, I feel like I always wanted a kid. So the kid was
0: on purpose. Y- y- well,
1: yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, wa- I wanted a kid. I don't know why I wanted a kid. I mean, I think it's just in my DNA to want a kid.
0: I think it's supposed to be in all of our DNA to sure. want a kid on a, on a primitive level.
1: Sure. Sure. But then, listen, people that decide look at if you can be um, happy and you don't need that. Yeah. Then, then yeah, the happiness. Thing.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a that's a whole other thing too. You know, the happiness.
1: Happy, well, happy. It's relative. to I mean, I guess so. But, but they, I mean, if you if you can get through life and uh, and realize I'm, I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah. But I mean, you know, look. I mean, what are we here for, right? I so,
0: guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not saying it's it's bad or good. I'm. Just I'm, I'm doing. I'm not either. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just, just realizing kidding. as I, I get older that like you do you do start to realize like it's a finite. Uh, trip we're on yes <laughs> you know? yeah we're back to death right and uh, you know it's like what is because like you spend a lot of time repeating yourself or doing stupid shit or whatever it is that 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 are your patterns mm-hmm. and then one day you're sort of like hey, I gotta make some different choices right
1: right if we're not constantly trying to be better Or constantly trying to yeah. fix the shit that we've done
0: uh, over and over and over again we're not living right or, right but also like learning to accept certain things as well right mm-hmm. there's some things like well this is just the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I got and, and instead of beat the shit out of myself, right, you know, right, yeah. right, sure, sure, sure. But you it's can fix. Yeah, you can. You can fix. What have you? What have you had success in fixing? <laughs> That's a pretty big general.
1: <laughs> um, but like in your mind, everything, man. I mean, yeah. being you know whatever my goofy past is yeah. with relationships, or how I was with my mother, or how I was with my father, and. You know, um, being with a woman for 10, 12 years and going, oh, this is the way to do it, or communicating, or getting through things, right? uh, using different tools that I didn't use before, or understanding things, or not having to be right, or...
0: uh, Sure, oh, that's a big one. Right? I mean, or... Or being able to say, I don't know. Or or
1: seeing the big picture of, like, wait, if I could, you know, make it to the end and be, you know... uh, Content and be with this person. I mean, look, when yeah. you're young, it's about fun, right? I,
0: I guess. Well, it was for me. All yeah. I wanted to do was have fun. And as yeah. I
1: get older, I'm like, okay, so you trade a little bit of fun for more meaning. Uh-huh. Right? As you get right. older, it's like, all right, let's try to make things- um, Deeper. Deeper and more mm. meaningful. Relationships yeah, right, or, right. or yeah. friendships or whatever else. Right. You know, right. when you're younger, your friend does something stupid, and you're like, "I just want to, you know, punch him in the mouth." And as yeah. you get older, you go, "All right, how can I help my friend not be an idiot?" And so I don't want to punch him in the mouth. And, right. But Maybe when you're younger, you, you just butt heads and go, "All right, fuck you, fuck yeah. you, yeah. yeah, yeah." But it's no, a, that it's makes a, sense. A, a, we could do a whole c- three hours on what you know what um, c- can be fixed and what did. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, it's just curious to me, but uh, in the sense that, like, what I do know for sure is a lot, a lot less is there's a lot uh a lot of the things i thought were very important or not i agree and and that gives you a certain amount of leeway yeah you know what i mean a little freedom mm. like and it just falls away naturally yeah which is a fucking gift right and now like yeah the meaning thing and also like i'm not the, i wasn't the guy that just you know wanted to have fun now i'm i'm getting to that point but you know i'm 40 i'm 56 and i'm yeah, at the really. juncture where i'm like well what do i want to do with my life i my my whole life was fucking struggle to get where I am, and then like some somehow or another, the miracle of success happened. Right, and now I'm sort of like, well, I don't know what I want to do with this. Right, and I just bought this house and I love it, but I was living in a shack. Right, <laughs> so right. I don't know what what do you do now? Like, I, I a lot you of did, things worked out. Don't stop. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. So, when you write plays, like the like the therapy play, do you find <laughs> you do you find that you're resolving things? Like, do you find through the writing process that you you're able to enact and resolve and see things differently? Is that part of the experience? No, uh, I mean, I,
1: I think it maybe subconsciously, right? It's got to uh-huh. be, you know. I mean, you know, what are the other subjects doing, that you do? Doing, it's usually about relationships. Yeah. It's usually about trying to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're a communal species, right? Sure. So we're supposed to be with other people, and I, that's
0: what I hear. Yeah, I mean, I, ch- I tend to like it once I get there, but yeah. getting there is difficult.
1: Well, but, but so anything is that's that's anything worth digging into is difficult, right? Yeah. I mean, right. if we yeah. just do the things that are easy, that's boring, and yeah. we're also going to end up being eighty something or ninety something, and go shit, what did I do? You know, yeah. it's difficult yeah. to learn how to play the guitar. I mean, so you got guitars, right? No, like, I do that, yeah, yeah, but that's not easy to do. You could go your whole life and go, I never, I never dug deep into that and tried it I mean or, I, I, or martial arts it's like sure. it's, it's a hard thing you get beat up and you get
0: that's broken true. a little I, I bit that's but, true
1: but you're you know you're you, you 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 accomplished it and anyway going back to the question um uh I think on on a subconscious level when you're writing something or uh acting in something yeah. or taking a photograph or whatever it is of course there's a part of that that's um, uh, you know, therapeutic, right? But at the end of the day, if you're a creative person, I mean, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, you feel I'm, that too? Yeah, I'm still searching for what's going to be the thing that I'm happy that I, uh, when I'm dead, yeah. I know that exists. And to me, that's not. I haven't. I certainly haven't done that yet. It's not Hawaii Five O. It's uh, definitely I'm not Hawaii Five. <laughs> well. Sorry. No, but you're right, man. <laughs> it's it's not. And look, I'm lucky enough to do something that I like enough.
0: Yeah to get and get paid to do it oh yeah man but well know. it seems to me that like the, that that is a nice thing to have that gig you know because it does afford you a certain amount of, of freedom to do other things and do things you want to do
1: yeah well not yeah i mean how did you
0: start doing the photographs
1: um i was directing my first movie and uh the, the movie no no this movie called dallas 362 uh that jeff goldblum was actually in
0: i gotta watch that movie how'd it do
1: it's okay. I mean, it went to festivals. Yeah. An independent movie. Um, it did all right. But um, the cinematographer, this guy Phil Parmet, yeah. um, he was a great photographer, and he sort of took me through uh, film, you know, photography yeah. school while making oh, yeah? that movie. And then I just got obsessed with it. But again, that was just something me trying. I mean, I don't consider myself a photographer. I got really into taking pictures for ten years, and um, you still do it? Not really. Oh, that was it? I mean, I did a, a you know. I, I don't know man. Like I said, I'm not I,
0: trying to bum me out. Bro.
1: No, you're not bumming <laughs> me out. I'm st- like I said, I'm still trying to figure out cuz I thought what that, like, I'm gonna, what I can be, you know, when you're younger you do things cuz you want kind of you want to get pat on the back a little bit, sure, you yeah, know, yeah. you yeah. want people to go, "Oh, I really like that." And as you get older, you're like, oh, I'm, not, "I'm not so interested in that. I want to do you something." You tried it. Yeah, and then you go yeah. through I, I want to say something. I want people to understand this and go, "All right, I dig this, and I'm and I'm with you, and thank you for that." Yeah. And then you go past that stage and you're like, "All right, I just want to do something that I like to do and I feel like I'm being creative you know? well don't
0: you find though, like look man like I'm starting to feel that way about acting it's like something I always wanted to try like I always had it in you're me you're good and at I, it I want, man. well thanks Yeah. but like there's, there's a lot of sitting around dude yeah true and you know it's uh what's
1: the saying they don't pay you to uh to act they pay you or they don't pay you yeah. to uh they pay you to
0: wait to pay yeah yeah but i mean i like it and i want to challenge myself and i'm doing a role where i gotta you know I'll, I'll be a little different than who i am coming up next week and i'm nervous about it but whatever but I, I don't like i'm glad i'm getting these opportunities to try it but like i don't know if it's my life and stand-up i've been doing my whole life but oddly what's happening to me now is like is there a time where it's okay to be like no i think i'm done doing things
1: <laughs> yeah man if you as long as you got I mean like you said you're not living in a shack anymore
0: well the thing is right that's true but like I'm just I guess my point is no matter what you do or what you you think in your mind I'm gonna do something that's gonna be the thing that I'm gonna be proud to leave or whatever all that stuff drifts it, it all fades man what do you mean I mean it's like what is the relative importance of fucking anything that anyone's accomplished eventually after five years three years it's like it's gone it's behind you it doesn't matter anymore. yeah but
1: if you're a creative you're I mean I hate to use the word artist but yeah. if you're an artist yeah. and you get to a point where you don't want to do it anymore then yeah. y- you're probably ready to die I guess you like my cat you know you just like I'm gonna crawl under the bed yeah man I mean she's like I don't do the things I used to do anymore I'm not you know my dog doesn't run up the steps and catch ball anymore she used yeah. to jump up and catch a frisbee she can't jump up anymore you think she's happy no nah. no I mean 100 300 years ago if we were traveling and the dog couldn't make it across the river we'd see a dog you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. someone hit it in the head with a rock like <laughs> It's a wrap on the dog.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, they have good lives now.
1: I I think they did that with people even. Sure. If if grandma couldn't make it across the river. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Grandma, it's been fun. Yeah. Got to go. We got to keep moving. Yeah. We can't miss this winter. uh...
0: I think people still do that. They just put them in homes. Right. Well, I don't want to go to a home. No.
1: Yeah. If I hear someone say, change the diaper, I'm going to look for a shot of heroin or something. Yeah. 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 Something. Someone to do it. No, I get what you're saying. But again, you know- I say, oh, I want to do something that I'm proud of and, and go, okay, I did that. I hope that when I do do that thing, I immediately want to move on to the next thing. Right. Or otherwise, you know. What's wife? Or it's, you know, you're old and you just want to hang out with your gal and kids if you have kids or mm. get a new cat. Or just know.
0: sit and read. Sit and read. <laughs> Oof. Oof. <laughs> no good. No, man. How many plays have you written? 20. Uh, Yeah. And how many have been published? Well, uh, I have um,
1: four plays, full length plays published through Mm Dramatists. No, three. Yeah. And then I have a collection of plays. And in that collection, there's about 15 plays. And those were all the plays that were like back-published after I had gotten published. And that's all the stuff that I did at Playhouse West that never had a bigger production than at Playhouse West. And
0: these are things that get done? You get residuals from them occasionally? Six dollars here and there. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Have you seen productions of your plays done that you've just walked upon? No. Oh, no? Never. Huh. No. And do you, do you want to do your plays? I I mean my I would love to do a play in New York, but I go over
1: you know it's like uh, I go in a meeting and they they go oh that's cute you write plays you know they don't take it seriously. Why? I don't know, but maybe because I'm on Hawaii Five O or I don't know <laughs> I don't know.
2: That's it though.
1: I don't know. Maybe mm. I haven't written anything good enough yet for that for that. I mean it's a it's a it's a tough world to get into. I mean I've never acted in a play. I've been on stage acting in L.A. for twenty something years. I've never. Um, uh, done anything in New York, on Broadway, off-Broadway, off, off off Have Broadway. you tried?
0: Yeah. and I mean, know. not uh, vigorously. Yeah. But that but that seems to be like, if you've written like 20-some plays, that seems to be like something, one of the things that has lasted the longest in terms of what you like to do. Sure. But just being prolific
1: doesn't mean that you're good at it, right?
0: No, I, yeah. I, of course not, but you like doing it. Yeah. So what about fatherhood? How's that going? I dig it, man. I dig it. My daughter's a, a,
1: a, an amazing, smart, uh, sharp, beautiful human being, man. I How old? She's five. Wow. Yeah. I mean, everybody thinks that about their kid, right?
0: Geniuses, geniuses. Yeah, they're all geniuses, but, gifted.
1: Yeah, yeah. But she, um, you know, man, there's, there's 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 few things in life that make all the bullshit go away, and she's one of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. But that's real, like. And you and you live with the
0: mother. I do. Yeah. That's that's and I can't like so I don't have one, but I know that it does something to you. Um. Yeah, man. It does a lot of things to you. Yeah. How did it change you, really? Did did you were nervous going into it? Did you were you concerned?
1: Yeah, I was concerned. You know, like I said, everything's either hero's tale or cautionary tale. So I don't. Everything I do with my daughter, aside from just watching her and enjoying her, is I hope I don't fuck this up. I hope you know. My my friend once told me I told her I was having a daughter. She has two kids and she had a rough childhood and yeah. i said i'm just worried you know i'm having a daughter and i you know i don't what do i know from a, raising a girl i mean yeah. i know how i could raise a guy slap him around and you know <laughs> do what your dad show, did. yeah exactly <laughs> or do what my dad did the opposite of the bad that right. he did you sure, know yeah and she said you know all you have to do for a girl if you don't want to be to, uh, if you don't want her to be a stripper is just love her and yeah. I was like, great
0: I, you could do that perfect i can do that now do you, do your you, is this your how many growing kids does your father have Two, just my daughter, and then my sister has a son. Does he like it? Yeah, he does. Yeah? Yeah. They turn into something else, old men, sometimes when they have the grandkids. He's the same. No? Oh, really? With, a, her? Yeah. With her, he's the same? Yeah, he's yeah. the same. Well, I think, because sometimes they can- But uh, g- in a good way. They can show up better, because they, they, the kid leaves. Well, that's, know, the, you, that's the idea, right? Yeah, right. You know, yeah, my yeah. Gr-
1: my girl the other day was talking about, you know- talking about her grandparents were so good with her yeah why are the why can't their parents be as good because when you're a parent you're figuring the shit out by the time you're a grandparent you go i know just what to do yeah and then when it gets a little goofy i can go home or they can send the kid away (laughs) yeah right perfect and that's uh back to death man that's like uh same thing with death like you know when we're young we lose our great grandparents and then we lose our grandparents and then you lose friends along the way and then by the time you're Parents go. You should be prepared and able to deal with death and able to kind of. accept it and
0: understand with, it. I'm just dealing with this cat. <laughs> yeah. got, my parents are still around. Yeah, well, my grandparents are gone. But what's yeah. the bummer, right? The the missing it. No, it's no bummer. It's just like it, it. Really, it's it's sort of like breaking up with somebody in the same in the same. You don't want to do it. It's going to be painful. It's the funny ass.
1: you say that because every girl that I couldn't break up with, I kind of have this sick feeling like, well, if they just die, I'd be okay. <laughs>
0: Right, because <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to do it. Well, no, you don't I to break up. With I just them.
1: don't want them to. To if they're gone, then I don't have to decide whether I could have worked it out or yeah. been better. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Well, I don't. I have no it's a choice. Dark, but yeah, I get <laughs> Sorry. it.
0: Sorry. Yeah. But it's just like these things where, like, I broke up with somebody not too long ago, right. and it's it's harrowing, to to sort of come to the moment where you're like, I'm doing this. Right and it's he- it's it's the worst thing ever. It's heavy. Yeah. And it and not unlike you, you know I think you know putting a cat to sleep is a little more final, but that you know approaching it and saying like all right, let's do it. Right. Yeah. you are you're,
1: you're not you're not a religious guy or anything? No, else. you. No, not at all.
0: Hmm. Were you brought up with any? I mean, no. My no. dad
1: was like a, you know, like a Just a, pretending to be religious Jew, and right. my mother was a
0: uh, He probably was brought up with it and then got away
1: from it. I don't even know how much it was yeah. real for him. Yeah, but uh, and then my mom was born Catholic and then was a born again Christian. Ooh, so she was. Did into- she
0: stay? She was at when she uh, for through the end.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: Really? Yeah. Were you? And how old were you when that happened?
1: When she started that? Yeah. 15, 16. Oh, so you
0: saw it happen. Yeah, strange, uh. strange. <laughs> it must have been strange. strange.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it but just, I don't not. Hey, man, look, whatever, whatever, whatever floats your biscuit. You no, know I, what get I, mean? it. I get, it.
0: I get, <laughs> I get it. But that's one of those transitions where you're like, man, well, what just happened? If you're happy, if it makes you happy,
1: you know, people that go after, yeah.
0: But what did you have? Did she bring you to church and stuff? I mean, she
1: would say, you know, before my mom she's an interesting lady. I used to get into trouble when I was
0: younger. Yeah, you know, like when, what? Arrested and shit.
1: Arrested, fights, yeah. while you know, late nights, yeah. whatever, going yeah. to Hollywood clubs when I'm 15, 16 years old, and you know, she, would, I, she wasn't the kind of mother that would say, "Don't go." She would just say, "Let me, let me pray for you and put put hands on you, and Jesus will keep you safe."
0: But before that, though, you were 14 and she wasn't doing that, right? <sighs> no, no. You mean praying? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I mean, it's a big shift from, like, you know, whatever she was before she was born again. And then, you know, how did it happen?
1: I mean, that's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, different. Uh, that's a that's a long story. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you ever, Over here, I'll just make it simple. Do you ever know any born again Christians that didn't do a bunch of crazy shit before they became? Oh, like yeah, they, born- yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. So they're all kind of going, ooh, maybe let me try to fix they're, all this. Yeah, they're or lost. Or look for something. Lost, a little bit lost. And if that yeah. fixes them and it does good for you, I mean, I guarantee you that when she passed, that's what made her okay with passing. Yeah, you know, when it was like, "Hey, you want to fight?" and she was like, "No, I'm good. I got uh, Jesus."
0: Uh, huh. We can
1: we can judge it, but we could also. So just... she
0: pushed it, yeah, out there, and she got too far out there, and then she needed to she needed to get back.
1: That, sure. Yeah. Yeah, which is better than people that didn't come back, right? Yes. Do you guys do you talk about uh, that kind of stuff on this show? What do you do you, yeah. on this show? Yeah. Sure. Religion, something like that.
0: Well yeah, recently I've gotten a lot of like I just talked to uh Paul Walter Hauser, the guy's in the New Oh B- yeah, yeah, yeah. He I just is. see I don't know, I, I
1: he looks familiar and I see his face on this billboard everywhere. He's very good.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I talked to him. We we got into some we got into some Jesus. So he's into Jesus. He grew up with Jesus. His father was a minister. Oh, okay. Lutheran minister. Yeah. But he kept the Jesus. He did. Yeah, but it's, it's sort of fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some people get away from again, it again. Whatever, whatever you dig. No, I give it it, but like, there's something kind of fascinating when somebody snaps into it. You know, it's pretty yeah. dramatic. Yeah, yeah. Being yeah. saved is a dramatic thing, right? Like I talk about that uh, on stage. I say, for me to find God at this point in my life, the reels, the wheels would really have to come off. Me, me too. <laughs> Me too, man. I don't Me want too. that. I don't
1: want that. No, it's no. weird. That's the resistance. Well, that's that's. What does that tell you? I mean,
0: the or, well, I'm just curious about uh um when when your mother changes into the born again, <laughs> and <laughs> I mean. It, Wait, I mean, and you're 15 and you're out of control. Yeah, is, w- there, you
1: know? it was good for me because she was like, "I'm, I'm, I have no worries. Like, I'm not worried about you going out, and I'm not worried about uh, the hoodlums like, that are coming by here, you know, <laughs> yeah, doing hoodlum stuff because we're all taken care of." So for me, as a kid, I, you're like, "All right, this is great, yeah, yeah, that nothing can hurt you."
0: But there was no discipline after that.
1: Oh, I, hadn't, I haven't had discipline since I was 12. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but so it was just sort of like, "Will Jesus forgive you?" And did you did you to... not even about forgive you? You're safe. You're protected. Huh. But she didn't try. I to mean, wait. I was I was you know hanging
1: out with animals, yeah. you know, <laughs> dudes that had just gotten out of prison at you know that escaped life sentences because they were underage. And Where'd she's you like, "You're fine." Where'd you meet those guys? I don't know, man. You know, I don't know. That sounded like an exciting time. I mean, yeah, but. uh I mean, I, I, I always, you know, my dad was, again, like he was a tough dude from Queens. Yeah. So for me, uh, I was constantly trying to be as tough as him, you know, like yeah. that's what I had to live up to. So right. the, like the, the worst humans I could surround myself with, <laughs> the more legitimate I was as a person when I was younger, you know what I mean? Was,
0: and were you getting validation from him?
1: I don't even know if he was paying attention to that part of it, but I definitely was, you know.
0: You were trying to, to just- uh,
1: Yeah, man. he hung out. He, his friends were like Israeli drug dealers and mobsters and shit. I'm like, oh, I know a guy who stabbed someone. I'm going to hang out with him,
0: you know? <laughs> that was it. Yeah. And, and so what did it take for you to uh, to get out from under that? Um, um, I guess- was there like I a, don't know
1: I'm still I mean look I come was, on this thing the first thing we talk about is that you know not no, no I don't I I know I I know going into talking to anybody they want to go what's it like having that dude as as well, your problem? so I'll be under it forever right no I mean,
0: no no I mean just a, what what did it take for you to realize that you you were going to be defined. By different things.
1: Oh, that's that has nothing. That's that's. You talk about did. What have you fixed over the years? Sure, and stuff like, like what, that.
0: was there a moment where you like I got to get this murderer out of my house? <laughs> sure, I, you know.
1: <laughs> listen, you know what? I, I still talk to the murderer. I mean, I. But I, I have you know boundaries, and I'm yeah. not. Uh, I'm not. I'm, uh, you don't have to prove. The yourself. older I get, I'm trying to impress less and less. You know what I mean? Right, right. You you got some self acceptance. Yeah, and I, I know what I want. To, I don't want any trouble, man. I want to hang out with my my wife and kid. Right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to I want to exercise and uh, you know and hang out with my kid and
0: and uh, do something good creatively. Because because like whether like see I didn't like I only know your father from movies right. and and from my whatever I'm projecting onto the guy right right you know and like I I, I was but. But like you know, I I knew that he was you know relatively tough Jew, but I don't know all those things, and it's no different than any other fucking crazy father, right. That a sure. that a male child is trying to you know to to sort of live up to, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Sure. It's just a little more you, you know I can, when you tell me it, I'm like oh, I can picture James Gunn, right. Yeah, right, right, It's Just different. You can't picture me trying to live up to my crazy motherfucking father because I, right, exactly. I don't know. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, I was, yeah, I was I was gonna try to be a doctor. <laughs> 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 well, good thing not Didn't man. happen No, Didn't ha- no. He, He's out of his mind In other ways But he never Hung out with Jewish You know, mobsters and... They weren't Jewish mobsters they uh, he, were, yeah, we had the, Oh no, the, them too Them yeah, too <laughs> Just a Jewish drug dealers Yeah Arms dealers yeah. or whatever Yeah We.
1: I met you um, You remember I met in you In New at, York, uh, yeah at, at Cafe Mogador Yeah And they have I go there because they have uh, <laughs> They have Malawa yeah You know Malawa Which is what's that It's like a Yemenite dish That they only make on the weekends And the only reason I know that Is because a drug dealer friend of his That his wife would make it Every Saturday and Sunday And we'd go <laughs> over there And have Malawa
0: I like I love that place I go there all me the time Me too It's my favorite restaurant Yeah I remember And I recognize you And we chatted And we were gonna do this And uh, were you with your wife I think you were with your wife I was with wife. my gal Yeah, yeah You wanted,
1: yeah. You said let me get you And your dad on Oh right right Yeah, yeah. You're like an asshole like like That's not other. gonna fucking happen <laughs>
0: Yeah <laughs>
1: My wife's like, I love him. I was like, He's a jerk. Oh, no, I'm kidding. I didn't say that. I didn't say it. <laughs> oh, she listens to the show? She does she's a fan.
0: Yeah, well I mean, like what what that would have been great to have you and your dad on I'm, just have him like, you know, beat you down every other I fucking word. I'd just sit there
1: and listen I'm, yes, sir, what do you want me to say? You know what I mean? You'd start and he'd yeah. interrupt you. My dad, he just had a back surgery. He can't even get out of bed right now. Yeah. And if he gave me a dirty look, i I'd, I'd I'd crumble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Still. Yeah
0: intense man yeah man now do all the other do you, the younger brothers have that same thing with him I don't know I didn't really grow up with him do you talk to him don't you a little bit not like that though I no. guess you no. don't say like are you terrified <laughs> no I mean
3: <laughs> terrifying
0: but
1: I, yeah, ever, just, I respect yeah 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 a lot of respect for I get him. it yeah 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 I couldn't I couldn't uh I couldn't tell you the half of reality because of
0: of what the respect no
1: I mean I just have res- I can't there's nothing I couldn't say a bad word about the guy yeah of course and listen like any father of course there's bad shit to be said <laughs> yeah. but I, I don't have the balls nor would I ever say anything all right in a disrespectful
0: well, way well I'm just glad you got closure yeah and what I- closure <laughs> wait a minute no still open-ended still yeah.
1: working on it no yeah yeah no 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 you're right yeah I got closure you're okay you're comfortable 100% you-
0: acceptance 100% good talking to you yeah man <laughs> that was scott Kahn. i thought we sh- i thought that was a nice finish uh hawaii 5 is currently in its 10th season uh it's on friday nights on cbs you can go to wtfpod.com slash tour for all of uh, my tour dates oh yeah i just people keep telling me this i wouldn't know it but um my show marin four seasons of marin are on american netflix i know that north american netflix it's everywhere but a lot of places the fourth season but i know here in in america all four seasons are on netflix and it is being taken off netflix i think on the 13th of this month so if you haven't seen my show and you want to watch it do it now all right just want to put that out into the world okay
3: La 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 la